Ralph Yarl is 16 and was shot twice for accidentally going to the wrong door to pick up his kid brothers. The 85-year-old at the door was so threatened by a black boy on his porch. You've probably heard the story already. But Rachel Maddow had Mayor Quinton Lucas on as her guest. He's mayor of Kansas City, Missouri. And I really think what he has to say about this is worth hearing. As is the way that Rachel asked him if she got the story right. And the way he corrected himself from calling the criminal a gentleman. It's a good segment. Definitely worth a watch. On Thursday this past week, a 16-year-old boy... Um, was sent out by his mom to go pick up his two younger brothers. His two younger brothers had been at a friend's house. Um, but this young man, 16-year-old young man, his name's Ralph, um, he got confused by the address. Um, he accidentally rang the doorbell at the wrong house on a nearby street. One street over, he was going to what he thought was the house where his Younger twin brothers were staying with a friend. He went by accident to the wrong house on a neighboring street. An 85-year-old white man who lived at that house answered the door, and according to court documents, when the man saw 16-year-old Ralph Yarl on his doorstep, he shot him twice, shot him once in the head, then opened his door and shot him once in the arm. According to prosecutors, Ralph Yarl never entered the man's home. He was shot through the glass of the front door for the first shot, Miraculously, Ralph Yarl survived. He got up and he ran away. He reportedly had to go to three different homes before someone agreed to help him. Mr. Yarl has been in the hospital since Thursday night, but he was discharged this afternoon. He's now at his home recovering. His mom is a nurse and she's been caring for him. The man who allegedly shot 16-year-old Ralph Yarl, again, first through his glass front door and then opening the door, shot, shooting him again while he laid on the porch. That man was taken into police custody on Thursday night, the night the shooting happened, but police let him go just hours later. <laughs> there were protests in Kansas City over the weekend, pressuring Kansas City officials to take the man back into custody to file some kind of charges against him. Protesters marched to the neighborhood where young Ralph Yarl was shot. They stood in the road. They chanted justice for all. Justice for all. Tonight, Monday night, four days after the shooting took place, the county prosecutor announced that the man who shot Ralph Yarl will be charged in the shooting. He'll be charged with two felony counts, including first-degree assault. When the prosecutor announced the charges, he said there was, quote, a racial component to the case. The mayor of Kansas City, Quentin Lucas, said tonight he is relieved to see what he's called a first step toward justice for young Ralph Yarl, but he also expressed what can only be described as exasperation at what the shooting represents for, for black people living in this country. He said, quote, you've heard about driving while black. You've heard about all the other issues that black people confront in life. Can you not knock on the door while black? It's almost like you can't exist. Joining us now is the mayor of Kansas City, Missouri, Quentin Lucas. Mr. Mayor, thank you so much for being here. I know this is a, a difficult time for your city. It's good to be with you. First, let me just ask you if I explained that in a way, uh, which is in keeping with your understanding of, of these events, if I got anything wrong or if there's anything important that I left out here. Uh, you know, I, I've read the probable cause charging statement and probably just the most heinous part is that the gentleman who shot, I shouldn't say gentleman, just the, the criminal, the defendant, an 85-year-old man shot because he claimed he was scared of this black teenager. 
and I say a black teenage boy, not because of an insult, more because of the fact that this is a kid. This is a kid who's sent out by his mother to pick up his younger brothers, the sort of thing that should be normal and routine and indeed is. And in our community, tragically last week, it was something that could have taken this boy's life. This young man uh, is accomplished. He's a musician, the superintendent of North Kansas City Schools today, so he's an excellent student, maintains a stellar GPA while taking college-level courses. Um, lots of people going on about his, his talent as a musician, his affiliation um, with the uh, Metropolitan Youth Orchestra and the marching band. Can you tell us anything about his condition and how, his, how he and his family are doing? I talked to his mother today. She is a strong woman. I could tell during our, our time just visiting. The last several days I know have been overwhelming for them. So many people who have reached out, so many people in support, but also a number of questions. Questions about why. Why delay in charges? I know that's a question that's come up. Why and how can something like this happen? And the neighborhood in Kansas City, which is predominantly white, this question that I know many black parents face and black people generally. They, they move there because of good schools, because of good opportunities. But what do you lose in exchange? Does your child, do you lose your humanity in exchange just from existing while black in certain areas? What we need to work on in Kansas City, and I would say nationwide after this, is how do we make sure that, that we get, first of all, that it's clear that this is not right, that this is not something that's accepted. And this fear, this fear of black youth, of black people, you talked about it through the entire show, is something that we need to confront, that we need to call out, that we need to address, and we need to not have the narrative just be state legislatures that are against diversity training, including in my own state, but instead, frankly, people recognizing the bias that lives within so many of them, so we don't see things like this happening again and again. One of the things that I've seen discussed in the wake of this shooting is the so-called stand your ground law, uh, which Missouri's had for a number of years now, uh, since I, I believe it's 2016. Um, is there any sense in which that stand your ground law is implicated here? Obviously, this is a gun crime. Um, if this, in fact, this is in fact being prosecuted as a crime. This is a, a shooting that existed, um, was only able to exist because of the gun owner's possession of this weapon. But the, the, the way you are allowed to use your weapon is governed in Missouri according to a law that's designed effectively to prevent home invasion. Um, is something like that going to be implicated here in terms of this young man just having rung the doorbell, posing no threat to this, this family or this home? Um, but nevertheless, those sorts of laws are seen in other places having muddied the waters around encounters like this that end in shootings. We have seen the gun lobby change what is core common sense. I said this earlier, but I'll repeat it again. If this is the sort of thing where stand your ground can be enforced, then every U.S. postal worker, every Amazon delivery person, every pizza delivery person, every Girl Scout volunteer, anybody knocking on your door now becomes somebody who's subject to be shot. And I think particularly, and I say this as not just a mayor, not just a person in this community, but as a black man and a black father, to recognize the additional risk that people of color, that black people disproportionately will face because of defenses like this, 
it concerns me greatly. So I do hope that this is a case where there is a conviction. But more than that, I hope, I pray, I don't know if it'll happen, but that some of these legislatures that have tried to basically allow guns to be everywhere and used in any circumstance and any situation finally say, you know what, this is a kid. This is a good kid who did not deserve this. And what their fetishization of gun laws has done, this expansion of gun rights and protections, so people are using them outside their cars, outside their homes, now standing inside his home, because this guy, I think, was frankly just scared of a black person at his door. This needs to be pushed back against so we actually have responsible common sense laws that aren't threatening the lives of our sons and daughters in our community. Mayor of the great city of Kansas City, Quentin Lucas. Mr. Mayor, again, I know this is a difficult time for your city. Thank you for taking time to be with us here tonight. Good luck to you, sir. Thank you. Short Cast Club.